What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the High Performance Producers Podcast. Uh, I am joined here with my co-host, Jared, as always. Jared, you want to say what up? What up to the people? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, exciting news. This should be one of... Uh, we we are transitioning to video, so we're excited to, to be on screen and to start pumping that out. So if you are just a listener on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to go check out the the YouTube channel because we are we're gonna start building that up, throwing some some clips and some full video episodes out there. So definitely go check that out. And for today, we are going to be talking about self-discipline as it relates to music. And now You've heard us say the phrase discipline equals freedom in uh, other other conversations. And so we really want to begin to dive into this concept and how it relates to you as an artist and a musician uh, and most likely a business owner. So discipline equals freedom. Ask yourself, what does that mean to you? And it's a it's an interesting phrase because when you th- when you first begin to dissect the words discipline equals freedom, they it, it seems like a, a dichotomy of sorts that doesn't necessarily work together. So at first glance, you may ask yourself, well, if I'm limiting myself in 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 living through discipline, am I really free? And the answer is yes, um, because without discipline, you're not going to accomplish the tasks in the, in the the task and the needed work that you actually need um, to be free. And now, as an artist, if your if your goal is to become a full time music producer or a full time musician, but you don't have the discipline to get there, well, are you actually are you actually free? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. And you're probably not implementing the strategies and tactics that you that you actually need to implement in order to accomplish your goals. Now, another way to look at it is for me with my with my training schedule, rather than or, or training and fitness schedule, I should say, when I'm training for a marathon or an ultra marathon, I have three months worth of uh, scheduled miles that I need to run. And now instead of me waking up on a Tuesday, let's say I feel, let's say I'm not feeling 100%. I really don't want to run. If I don't have a plan, well, then I'm probably, I I might skip the workout. I might only run a couple of miles. Um, But if I wake up and I look at my schedule and it says, hey, you have a nine mile run this morning. Well, I'm making that choice. The, The discipline is already set for me. There, there's zero second guessing myself, regardless of my emotions, of what I need to accomplish, and that, and that is the freedom aspect of discipline equals freedom. 
Now, for a lot of us, it's easy to be disciplined for one week or two weeks or three weeks. So I'm going to pass it over to Jared just talking about um, what what strategies do you utilize to stay disciplined and to implement this concept so you are consistent over time rather than rolling or ra- rather than riding the the roller coaster of of inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think it's super important to understand that uh, small difference, so to speak. But making sure that you know when again being disciplined doesn't mean. Well, it means doing what you say you're going to do, but it doesn't mean trying to overdo every, everything and trying to add so many things on that you can't do those things, if that makes sense. So you want to make sure that you're only adding, you're not lying to yourself, basically, and adding things that you don't think you're actually capable of doing. And the reasoning behind this and the, the stri- where we're going to start getting into the strategy behind it, it's you want to be sustainable. You want to have a long-term thinking, so to speak. A lot of times people will get into something for like a day or, or a week at that and they'll only do it. And then when they get into the first obstacle, when they get into the first roadblock, whatever it happens to be, they, they stop and they give up. And to me, that's where the discipline really matters to do something that's sustainable. Because if you told yourself, let's just say for me, I'm not such a morning person. So if I lie to myself and I say, hey, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow without having a plan to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow, it's not going to happen. It's just, even if I say I have the discipline, like that's, to me, that's not real discipline because it's not taking, you're, you're, you're lying to yourself at that point. Discipline is working to the point where you wake up at 5 a.m. and you can actually do it because you've garnered some, through some sustainable scheduling, which is what we're about to talk about and how to get there. But you want to make sure that you're creating something that at the end of the day is sustainable enough for you to be disciplined on a long-term timescale and not just doing whatever that action is, whatever uh, thing that's hard typically for a day or for a week. You want to make sure that you can do it for at least 30 days minimum is the way that I like to think about it. So pick a task or something that's really short. This comes from uh, James Clear, but something that's two minutes or less uh, to try to just work on and make sure that you can do that for like 30 days or so to get more of like a long-term sustainability in that sense. And then in terms of a real, more of a tactical way to go about it is to have deadlines on your days in which you have to complete all the things that you want to complete. So whatever that two-minute thing was, for yourself, which a lot of times in my case, it's just make a drum loop. I don't even worry about making the full beat. I just may worry about making a drum loop where I just worry about making a melody or chopping a sample or, even, or some days it's just finding the sample. Again, it's two minutes or less. And I create uh, usually a list of three to five two minute things that are small like that for myself each day. And I make sure that I can get the, again, sust- uh, sustainable things that I know I can actually get done by the end of the day. So it's not make five beats or like make an album or something like ridiculous that you know you can't do or like make a beat, make a YouTube video, like find a hundred samples. Like that's not sustainable to do that every day. Again, it's just make the drum loop. It's just find a sample. So just sit down and turn on my SP and my machine or whatever it happens to be. So it's creating things and creating a deadline for your day in which you have to complete those things by. So I might say, by the time I eat dinner tonight, I have to have them all done. Or by the time, uh, let's just say, typically for me, it's before I go to bed or before I want to read, before I go to bed, I have to have everything done by which is a certain time. And I make sure that I get everything done by that time. So this way I have some uh, room to relax, so to speak, and, and kind of wind down right before I go to bed. But to get back to the discipline part of it, you want to make sure that you're, again, 
creating those events and then being disciplined to the deadline of your day to do those things. So this way you can have the freedom to relax at mm-hmm. the other time of the day. But now I'm going to kind of bounce it back to Cody for talking about how you can actually take action on those things, on those, whether it be three to five things, like I said, or I know Cody has a slightly longer list of non-negotiables that he goes through, but just that general idea of making sure that you sit down to do the work and sit down to make music. So I'm going to pass it over to him. Yeah. And, and Jared, before we, before we dive into the discipline as it relates to to being an artist and creating your art. I just want to touch on the importance of what you said in setting a hard deadline for your day. And for high performers and for, for high-functioning individuals, um, that's hard. And for me personally, that's one of the one of the most difficult uh difficult deadlines for me to follow. If I, if I have my list that I've, my, my to-do list that I've scheduled out for the day, if I don't accomplish all of them, it is really difficult for me to, to set that boundary of, Hey, I need to, I need to stop working now so I can have a successful and productive day of work tomorrow. So for the high performers out there that, that catch them or, or a, a better, another phrase, the workaholic out there, Make sure to to reflect and, and and kind of see how this applies to you. And I I'm assuming Jared, that's probably something that that you struggle with as well because it is. Uh, yeah. We we enjoy the process of working and we enjoy pushing ourselves to the limits. And we there there's something inside of us that that continu- continuously forces us to push ourselves to the limit. But when it relates to long term consistency, that can be detrimental. So. Reflect on how that applies to your life of setting those hard deadlines for for relaxation and for recovery because as we know and as we continue to learn more about the, the your your sleeping cycles and your recovery process, it is undoubtedly important for for that sustained productivity over weeks and months and years at a time. And diving into discipline for artists and musicians, this is it's an interesting concept because we as artists and musicians, we we make art. It's sort of a, a a a very fluffy in the in the clouds kind of a process when you when you look at the end results. But what we have to realize is if you're going to be a, a high performing artist or producer, you have to you have to have the same amount of discipline as a professional athlete would. Uh, it's like when you're when you're thinking about a professional athlete. They have their set schedule. They have their their two or three workouts per day. Um, they have a very specific nutrition plan. They have their sleeping cycle on lock. They have their rest and recovery, their sauna sessions, their massages. They're, they're, they're structuring their day and implementing all of these aspects in order to maintain and fuel their body. And the same... That that same level of discipline and intentionality is needed for musicians and artists. And the easiest way to translate between a, a high performing, high performing athlete is looking at a high performing instrumentalist. So a, a saxophonist, for example, I I don't I don't just pick up the saxophone and play whenever I feel like playing. I, I every single day I, I pick up the saxophone and I run through all of my um, the classical scales and I run through all of my um, my arpeggio workouts and that is my training program because my it, I'm utilizing my body to play this instrument. If my if my lungs 
aren't ready to play the instrument, if my fingers aren't ready to play the instrument, if my armature and in, in the way that I use my mouth, like if you don't if you don't play the saxophone for a few weeks, when you pick the horn up, you can only play for like thirty minutes before your before your jaw is is out of practice, just like just like an athlete. Um, and relating it to producers, it it's the all of these same principles apply to the way in which you use your DAW. How often do you use your DAW? Do you train uh, how to utilize your specific plugins and your tools? Are you are you consistently looking at um, new new tutorials that that may teach you a better or a new way to utilize your tool? If you're not, you should because that's what high performance is all about. And so for for me, and I I guess it's. It's it with with me identifying as being an athlete as well as a marathon runner as an ultra marathon runner. It it's uh it it's pretty easy for me to to blend to blend the intensity that I put into my fitness and training to my music and art because that's it, both of those are are parts of my identity. So if there's an artist out there that that is living the um, the the rock and roll lifestyle that that might work, but if you're listening to this podcast, I, I think it's safe to assume that you're trying to optimize yourself to be the best high performing artist and producer that that you possibly can be. So, I, I guess the the best advice I can give is, is is really just taking taking your project and taking your growth and taking your artistry more seriously. And and really looking at it, um, and and treating yourself like you're you're an Olympic athlete getting ready uh, for the Olympic trials or for the Olympics. If you're a, a musician and a producer that is is striving to be a full time musician, well, start start taking your art and your processes and your strategy and the time spent on your craft. Um, take that take that seriousness to the next level, and and you're undoubtedly going to see those gross. Um, and improvement. And then Jared, the last point that I want to make is, is utilizing accountability as well. Um, of course, self-accountability is, is by far the, the most, uh, it's one of the most important personality traits or personality skills. I could, we, we could say in regards to holding yourself accountable to hitting your non-negotiables to, to hitting your deadlines, to, to making sure that your collaborations are done on time, which of, of course, we've all been hypocritical at, at some point or, or at some point or another on that. But having so taking not only having that self-accountability, but but utilize your team and your network to, to help hold yourself accountable. Uh, even with this podcast, I, I've missed deadlines. But in the back of my head, I know that, oh, man, I'm, I'm letting Jared down by not doing this. And just even without Jared saying anything to me, I have that additional pressure in the back of my head of my team relies on me. And there's so many, if you're, if you're a college student, you're living with roommates and you're really trying to keep your dorm or your apartment or your house clean. Well, you know, if you leave your dishes in the sink, you're, you're affecting, you're affecting the other individuals on your team. And so developing a network of, of friends where you can authentically hold yourself accountable is huge because self, we're, we're humans, we're fallible, um, fallible. And, and, and having your friends, um, 
having your friends and individuals in your network there to help hold yourself accountable is, is going to increase your chances of success on those days where you're only feeling 60% or 75%. You got to utilize that additional pressure to, to help drive, drive you. And, uh, Jared, I rambled on, on for a little bit. Um, before, before we conclude this episode, is there anything else that you want to touch on in regards to self-discipline and, and living life as an artist and musician? No, I think you really said, said it all, especially on that last point with the accountability in particular. I think people underestimate how much you'll get done by having somebody else to, to hold you accountable, whether that be in school, it's a teacher, or at work, it's a boss, or on a team, it's your coach. But having somebody that's in your network, uh, since we that was what we were just talking about on the previous episode, making sure that you have people around you that you can look out to and be supported by. But yeah, I think that was a really great point that you made on that one as well. Yeah, it's, it's huge, man. It's, uh, it, it's easy. It's easy to let yourself down. It's a lot harder to let somebody else down. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and in, in closing, so, so this episode was all about self-discipline, the concept behind discipline equals freedom. Uh, and then of course, trying to implement strategies and, and discussing those strategies for, for that long-term consistency. Um, just because when we talk about burnout, well, burnout's because you, you didn't allow yourself time to, to relax and recover adequately. So, so make sure to start implementing the, those self-care strategies in order to accomplish that long-term discipline. Uh, and then of course, uh, lastly, I, I, I tried to hammer home the fact that if we're trying to be high performer musicians, we'll start thinking of yourself as a, as a high performing athlete or, or a high performer at in, in some sort of career in whatever industry it is. Because if you, if you want serious results, well, you need serious action and, and serious discipline. So as always, thank you all for tuning in. This was this was another fun episode. And uh, if you want to connect with uh, Jared, Just Jared on Instagram, High Performance Producers on Instagram, or Chilled Samples on in- Instagram, we have the links in the show notes. So just pull out your phone, uh, click those links, follow us on Instagram. And as always, if you have any questions or have any more ideas or, or want to tell us what kind of strategies that you implement, send us a DM. We would love to love to have that conversation with you. And until next time, peace.